This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. A lot of ground to cover, plenty of time, as mentioned, for your calls and your texts. But let's start today with the latest concerning Douglas Garland, convicted last week of three counts of first-degree murder, sentenced essentially to die in prison, life in prison, with no chance of parole for 75 years. But obviously someone who's got a big, big target on his back. And it didn't take long. In fact, late Friday, Garland was rushed to hospital after suffering a beating at the Calgary Remand Center. Today, we've learned that four inmates have been charged with that beating. Joining us uh, on the line is Nancy Hicks, crime reporter with Global News. Uh, Nancy, thanks for this. Of course. All right. So uh, these charges came down today, correct? Yes. And so two of them have officially had their uh, charges read to them. Um, According to police, the remaining two will uh, appear on these matters in the coming days. But we have uh, confirmed that all four are facing charges. Um, Brandon Richards, 34 years old, Michael Bodan, 30 years old, Connor Skipper, 20 years old, and Tristan Tom, 18 years old, are all facing charges with of aggravated assault of Douglas Garland. All right. Well, aggravated assault then speaks to the seriousness of the, the nature of the alleged assault. So, how, I mean, how badly was, was Garland beaten, do we know? Well, I, sources have told us that it was minor injuries. Um, the information that we were given was that he was in a common area on Friday night at the Remand Center when he was attacked from behind by four inmates. Uh, sources had told us that he had received multiple blows to the head and midsection. Um, EMS confirmed that he had some soft tissue injuries. Uh, he was kept in hospital until Sunday and then released and, and again, like uh, sources had said that he he didn't even have any bruises on him. So um, the incident was captured on CCTV. And obviously, just given that it happened in a provincial facility, uh, this was taken very seriously and charges have been laid. Uh, Alberta Justice continues to do an internal investigation as well. Which I guess would speak to how these circumstances might have prevented, uh, presented themselves in the first place? Well, he wasn't in any kind of protective custody. He was on a, a, a unit with other inmates. So, I mean, he, he was out and about in a common area. So it's not like they uh, they snuck into a cell and beat him. He was in right. a common area. So, I mean, obviously, though, there will be some sort of an investigation. It's uh, There's a lot of reaction on social media, on Twitter. And I, I also have a crime page on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of comments and you know some people uh i I mean i can read you some of them i don't want them to come across as my opinions but yeah well and i'm I'm probably getting a lot of the same thing too i mean there's not a lot of sympathy out there for douglas garland no i mean there was one comment that uh, i just brought up on my computer where the person said you know he didn't even get half of what he deserves these people only did what everyone else is wanting to do to him and worse he got off easy compared to what he did to that family. That was one comment that was posted on uh, on my crime page. So, yeah, there's a lot of people who have uh, feelings about this issue. I mean, like, you have to remember, like, this was a horrific crime. The details that came out in the five-week trial were just horrible. I mean, these the jurors that heard the details of this case are going to be scarred for life, not to mention anyone else who was in the room, and the families. Like, for the families, this was horrible, which we you know, heard in their victim impact statements. This has just changed their life completely. 
So just uh, you can understand how there'd be a lot of emotion about this. Well, there is. And look, I mean, obviously uh, Garland's lawyers are concerned. They say that the system has an obligation to keep him safe. We've sentenced him to serve time in prison, and that's the extent of it. We haven't sentenced him to to be beaten or mauled or anything along those lines. Uh, They've even suggested that maybe the system's allowing this to happen. Have they they had any more comment uh, along those lines? What have they said today? Well, I had talked to uh, Garland's defense lawyer, Kim Ross, and, and, you know, he made some uh, interesting comments. I think his words were that Garland isn't going to, you know, uh, win any, you know, citizen of the year kind of a thing. Like, he's not going to win any popularity contests, I think he said. But he feels that he should be protected while in custody. So um, his lawyer is obviously fighting for some accountability. And, uh, you know, there is accountability to some extent with charges being laid in this case now. Um, And again, this was caught on CCTV. So I'm sure that'll provide more answers to actually what transpired. So now was Garland being held at the remand center throughout the trial? Yes, he had been in another uh, provincial facility leading up to the trial, not in Calgary. Um, And then he was moved to the remand center for the trial, and he had been in a segregated uh, unit where, you know, his lawyer said that it was a unit where his safety wasn't a concern. Um, And so he remained in that unit following his conviction and sentencing. They keep them at the remand center for, you know, two to four weeks. That's the period where they have to file a notice of appeal in the case. So he will still stay in the remand center, although he has been uh, put under 24-hour watch, is my understanding now. And where is he supposed to be serving his sentence? Do we know? His defense lawyer, uh, Kim Ross, confirmed that he will end up at uh, Edmonton Max. But again, that could uh, be delayed by a few weeks. Douglas Garland is allowed to sign a waiver that would get him sent to the federal institution right away. But as of now, it's my understanding that he hasn't done that and he will stay in the remand center uh, until that appeal period uh, is, is closed. Right. And I mean, that presents some challenges. Obviously, as you say, he was kept there during the the trial, but it's, I mean, it's not really meant to be a a prison. Obviously, places like the Edmonton Max are are more prepared to deal with these kinds of situations. Well, I mean, there's a lot of different people. I mean, anybody who's facing a a murder charge while they're... waiting for their trial. They're in the remand center. So they do handle a lot of very violent offenders. Um, and I mean, we've we've heard, I think uh, it was my story that I broke a, a while ago, a couple of years ago, that, you know, accused killer Derek Soretsky got attacked at the remand center. There's been a number of cases. And I think uh, the most recent one uh, to speak of would have been Alvin Chinique. He was in for some shoplifting offenses. And uh, it's alleged that he was put in a uh, on suicide watch in a holding cell with a very violent offender, and then he was beaten to death. So, like, there have been a number of incidents. Um, so, obviously, Alberta Justice will look into these kinds of uh, incidents because, yeah, it's a pretty serious thing, especially with the uh, Chinookway case where he was beaten to death. Yeah, no kidding. All right, well, Nancy, we'll see what comes of this. Uh, appreciate the update. Thanks for checking in. Thank you. All right, that's uh, Global News crime reporter Nancy Hicks. who broke the story on Friday. So four inmates now officially charged with the jailhouse beating of Douglas Garland. Uh, They range in age from 18 up to 34 years old, all charged with aggravated assault. And it's interesting, getting a lot of texts from people who are applauding these guys. 
Maybe they should get reduced sentences, or maybe we should pin medals on these guys. Let's take a deep breath here. Do we even know who these people are? Why they're in jail? What they've done to other people to warrant being in jail in the first place? I don't know that these are the people we want to entrust justice to, given that we've locked them up already for crimes they've committed. Look, that's vengeance. That's not justice. They're different things. Obviously, if it were you or I, and these are our family members, were victimized by Douglas Garland or anybody else, and we caught them or we were left in a, a room alone with them, sure, we'd exact vengeance. We wouldn't just kill them. We'd kill them slowly, painfully. Sure. Right, and those are some of the arguments for the death penalty. Well, I would want them to die, so they should die. Well, should we torture them too? Because I'm sure we'd all like to do that. So that's not how it's supposed to work. We've dealt with Douglas Garland. He got the, the harshest sentence possible. He is going to die in prison. And yes, he is going to have to watch his back and live in fear for the rest of his life. That's the reality of a situation. Now, some of these things may happen. I don't know that there's a way to prevent it altogether. But clearly, the system should not be allowing it, turning a blind eye to it. I'm surprised it happened as quickly as it did, though. And I'm sure it's uh, going to happen again. Anyway, 403-974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.